Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala şerefil enbiyeyi vel mursalin. Muhammedu Resulullah sallallahu aleyhi ve alihi ve sahibi ve sellem. Teslimen kathiren kathira. Ama ba'du, my brothers and sisters, I want to talk to you about and remind myself and you about the issue of etikaf and the etiquette and adab concerning etikaf. Narrated Abdullah ibn Umar radiyallahu anhuma. Rasulullah sallallahu used to practice etikaf, used to make etikaf in the last 10 days of the month of Ramadan and this is in Bukhari. Uh, narrated Aisha Siddiqa radiallahu our mother, Ummul Mumineen, the wife of Rasulullah sallallahu Rasulullah sallallahu used to do etikaf in the last 10 days of Ramadan till he died and then his wives used to do etikaf after him. Etikaf is an established and very important sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu and those who do it are truly blessed. However, there are some important rules to learn and follow if we want our etikaf to be beneficial for us. They are, number one, niyyah. The purpose of etikaf is to con- connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by secluding ourselves in the house of Allah, the masjid, as his guests and focusing exclusively on dhikr, salah, reading Quran, contemplation and repentance. The most important thing, therefore, is to make the niyyah, the intention for this. Make the niyyah the, make the niyyah to be to be in etikaf from Ramadan 21 to the sighting of the moon of Shawwal. Do not make a niyyah for 10 days because if Ramadan that year is only 29 days, then you will have to break your etikaf for Eid and return to that very masjid in a state of fasting to complete that one day. Number two, boundary. Check with the masjid authorities about the boundary of the masjid. This can differ from place to place. While in etikaf, you must remain inside the boundary. Otherwise, your etikaf will break. The only exception is if you need to go outside the boundary to the toilet or to pick up food if there is nobody nobody to deliver your food to you. You are not allowed to even attend Salatul Janazah if it is being prayed outside the masjid boundary because that is a fard kifaya and not the fard ayn. It's a uh, fard which is a obligation on the community communal ob- obligation and not a personal obligation. The um, boundary of the masjid or the boundary for etikaf refers to the area which is considered as the area for salah. Third, supplies. Please bring your own supplies to the masjid. These may include a sleeping bag, personal medication and other items that you need. Remember that you are going to the masjid for a few days, not shifting residence. So learn to do with less and lead a minimalist life. Number four is behavior. This is extremely important. Etikaf is to connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not to connect with people. It is not a hangout or a networking opportunity. So avoid all unnecessary talk. uh, Avoid socializing, social media, phone calls, browsing the net. Um, Avoid all arguments, political discussions or any talk about uh, about the dunya. Maximize zikr, salah, reading Quran, contemplation and repentance. If you get tired, sleep. In etikaf, that is also ibadah. There is also worship. Be extremely sensitive to other people's comforts, ensuring that no action of yours disturbs them in their ibadah or rest. Do not read Quran aloud or listen to it without headphones. Eat less, sleep less, worship more. Make dua because as a guest of Allah in his house, you have a special right on him. As one of the Salaf said, Are you shy to ask from your Rabb? 
who is shy to send you back empty-handed? Are you shy to ask from your Rabb, who is shy to send you back empty-handed? Ask with sincerity and humility, focusing on the power of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And He will give from sources you cannot imagine. You are not only a guest of Allah while in itikaf, but you are the representative of other Muslims. So ask for yourself, but also ask for all the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Beg Allah ta'ala because He is the only one who likes those who beg Him. Remember that there is nothing you can ask which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can't give. So ask. Do not use anything that does not belong to you. What you brought belongs to you. What you didn't bring does not belong to you. If you need to use anything, always seek permission first. Do not ask permission to use things that others may feel hesitant to refuse because of their friendship with you, but they don't like giving them. For example, towels, toothpaste, personal, personal musaf, which your friend may have marked for his own reading, uh, cap, shoes, any personal items, food, maybe they brought something specially for themselves and you have your eye on it, don't do that. Number five, masjid. You are the guests of Allah. The mutakifin are the guests of Allah. So behave like guests. Don't abuse the facility by turning on all lights and heating and air conditioning and so on. Ask the masjid administration if you need anything instead of switching things on and off. Use water very carefully and frugally. The taps are not connected to the clouds. Rasulullah told us to use water economically even if we were making wudu by the riverside. Then offer to help in whatever is going on, including cleaning of bathrooms, and consider it a privilege and honor if that is given to you. If that happens, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to clean your record as you clean the toilet of the masjid. If food is provided by the masjid, take what comes with thanks. Eat in silence and thank Allah. And never complain or ask for anything special. You are a guest and your host, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is providing you. That you are where you are, that is in etikaf as a guest of Allah in his house, is honor enough. Appreciate that and thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and make no demands or complaints. Number six is Laylatul Qadr. The major purpose of etikaf is to search for Laylatul Qadr, which Rasulullah told us is in the odd nights of the last ten nights of Ramadan. Etikaf is the best way to find it because you are in the masjid for all the nights. Narrated Abu Hurairah that Rasulullah said, Whoever fasted the month of Ramadan out of sincere faith and hoping for a reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then all his past sins will be forgiven. And whosoever stood for prayers, which is Salah, in the night of Khadr, out of sincere faith, hoping for a reward from Allah, then all his previous sins will be forgiven. And this is in Bukhari. Narrated Aisha Siddiqa Radilana, that Rasulullah said, search for the night of Qadr in the odd nights of the last 10 days of Ramadan. This is also in Bukhari. Anas bin Malik reported that Rasulullah said, when the month of Ramadan began, verily this month has presented itself to you. There is a night within it that is better than a thousand months. Whoever is deprived of it has been deprived of all good. None is deprived of its good, but that he is truly deprived. And this is Ibn Majah. Meaning that this great night, and of course Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed Quran about this in Surah Al-Qadr, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Inna anzallahu fi laylatul qadr, wa ma adraka ma laylatul qadr, laylatul qadri khayrun min alfi shar, 
تنزل الملائكة والروح فيها بإذن ربهم من كل أمر سلام هي حتى ما طلع الفجر We know this surah, we know the meaning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned here that the Quran was revealed in Laylatul Qadr that on this night Jibreel is salam and the malaika descend onto the earth and there is peace on the earth for, for the Muslims, for the believers until the dawn of Fajr and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then mentioned, Allah said وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ مَا لَيْلَةُ الْقَدْرِ What will you know? How will you know what, the, what this night really is? Laylatul Qadri خَيْرٌ مِنْ أَلْفِ شَهْرٍ Allah said, this light is better than 1,000 nights, 1,000 months. And 1,000 months is 83 years and 4 months. So, the meaning here is that this worshipping in this light, night, is better than worshipping continuously Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for 83 years and 4 months. Now, that is physically impossible to do. But even if, the, if one could do that, Worshipping one night in Laylatul Qadr is better than that. Final hadith narrated Aisha Siddiqa radiallahu She said, I asked Rasulullah Ya Rasulullah If I know which night is the night of Qadr, what should I say the dua during it? Rasulullah replied, Say, O oh Allah, you are forgiving. You love to forgive. So forgive me. Allahumma innaka afuun tuhibbul afu fa'afu anni. Allahumma innaka afuun Tuhibbul afu fa'afu anni. Allahumma inna ka afuun. Tuhibbul afu fa'afu anna. For all of us I make this dua. And this is in Tirmidhi. There is another donation where this dua is some people have this habit of saying Allahumma inna ka afuun kareem. Tuhibbul afu fa'afu anna. It is not prohibited to say that. But it is always better that when we learn a dua from, from Nabi Sallallahu that we do the dua exactly as we learnt it, without adding anything on, even though we are adding something which we, we think to be good, but it is better to stick with what exactly the Prophet Sallallahu taught us. I ask Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala to grant us the honor of Yatikaf, to help us to do what pleases Him, and to reward us in keeping with His Majesty and Grace. Wa 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 Rahmatullahi Wa Barakatuh.